0: Oh, I should probably close my door. I don't want my dad like screaming on the fucking phone. Steven. <laughs> I hope I slammed it, and he's like,
1: oh. <laughs> 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 like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> Who knows? But the point is, we're, new movies aren't coming out in theaters because of COVID-19. they All movie theaters are shut down right now. So movies are, for some reason, having VOD at-home premieres. And it's the weirdest thing ever because all these studio release movies that you would typically go see on a hot summer day uh at a movie theater you do go and see them but nope they are coming out and you can just rent them yourselves and watch them on your tv which it's it's a weird experience uh
0: i don't like i don't like it
1: it's uncomfortable I def- for me. i'm mixed because i like it because i like the convenience of it and be like oh a new release movie's coming out it's gonna be on vod i can just rent it i can check it out at home i don't have to go anywhere but yeah. it is the whole thing of like seeing it on a big like, screen, like, seen it in a theater with the surround like, sound, seeing it with an audience. Like,
0: if I want to see Scooby Doo, I want to see Scooby Doo. And I want to sit there with a bunch of screaming children and shove $12, $12 popcorn in my face. You know what I mean? You want to um, see it with
1: Scooby Doo fans that would, like, understand yes, the references. Dude. They would, they would it's a social because like, i mean the people joke about going to the movies isn't really a social event but it really is because if it's if it's a well-done oh, it movie is. if it's a comedy uh or if it's a horror film people are typically engaged in the movie and will react in certain scenes depending on how the filmmaker wants you to react uh like a quiet place like that was a very like communal like
0: that was a experience. very strange experience for me <laughs>
1: <laughs> because like everyone was dead silent, and if one person touched a candy wrapper, the whole theater would just like all their heads would turn at once to this one person in the middle who would just be like what? precisely, <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, and that
0: person that person got escorted out immediately. So exactly, you know, it was something like that.
1: But now yeah. instead, we can just rent them at home. We can watch these with our pets. Uh, you have you have a cat. I have a dog. It makes more sense for me to watch Scoob with my dog. I don't think you you watch Scoob with your cat, but. Uh did I you... don't
0: know. I think she left the room because she was offended. Um, I would
1: I would imagine. The fuck did I don't think she it? was there. Yeah. She was like, What the fuck is this? So the two movies that came out on VOD this past week, we had Capone, which was about Al Capone's last life. Uh we watched that one that came out last Tuesday. And then Scoob, Warner Brothers animated feature that was supposed to come out in theaters, but unfortunately due to COVID, it is now on demand. So we watched that one because we're in dire need of some new movies. Uh, so which one do you want to get into first? I'm I'd leaning love to towards talk about, one of them. I'd love to talk about Scoob. Scoob? Yeah. Alright. So Scoob had one hell of a fucking voice cast. Uh Will Forte as Shaggy. Uh we had Gina Rodriguez as Thelma, Zach Efron as Fred, Amanda Seafried as Daphne. Uh, it had a great cast, and this was set to be a pretty big movie that was probably gonna be number one in the box office because it came out in mid May. It was supposed to, at least in the uh, in the theaters. Uh, it could have made a lot of money. It's uh, Scooby Doo. It's a popular franchise. I watched Scooby Doo a ton as a kid. I don't know about you. Did you even watch the show?
0: I watched it a fair amount. I watched some of the older movies. I don't remember when they came out, but I'm guessing like two thousand four, two thousand five. I remember the the Cyber Chase kind of movie. Was it wasn't oh, yeah, cyber yeah, chase I know but exactly it was like talking about that. yeah, yeah yep. it was like I a computer exactly virus about. that got out was and like no yeah that yep. one was at least from what i remember good and then there was another one that was like on an island or something i can't remember what the hell the monster
1: i kind of know though. what you're talking about the treasure or something yeah I, it wasn't yeah, live i do remember
0: yeah whatever it was i i enjoyed. and yeah of course it, the live so. actions yeah
1: um yeah i mean they're iconic characters i mean all they do is just they get together, they're friends, uh, Scooby and uh, Shaggy. Uh, there's a lot of uh, undertones with them in the marijuanas. So that's yes. hilarious to kind of now understand watching back. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, it's, it's on obvious. these characters when they're just eating sandwiches like the size of like Scoob himself. Um, yep. But yeah. I was looking forward to seeing this one because I thought the animation looked really nice. Uh I liked the characters. I thought the voice cast was going to be great. I liked the trailer that came out a few uh months ago. I thought that with them as uh when them when they were young and he was first meeting Scoob. I was like, "Ah, this is going to be emotional. This is going to be heartwarming." Uh I'm I'm excited to see this one, but uh yeah. Yeah, now that I've seen it. Oh, no. It was, yeah, uh, um
0: Oh, okay yeah I, I agree the trailers it was kind of adorable <laughs> at times um but yeah i uh i had a a negative opinion on it going in just because i would sit next to my dad every single week and uh he would always hate on it. he's like this is what, what is this stupid what is this dumb this is a scooby-doo but he did watch it with me so uh oh he did oh yeah nice. he did he's not with us right now but we're gonna go ahead and input his comments um,
1: oh sure, yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, Stephen, uh, John's dad, you watched Scoob? What What did you think of it? Scoob? I didn't watch that stupid movie. Cool. All so right. yeah, thank- Stephen's gone. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and
0: give our thoughts on Scoob, which, by the way, um, not your typical Scooby Doo story. I don't know if you noticed that, but it kind of turned into this kind of
1: superhero mystery thriller thing. What <sighs> to the me the like the writers were like, all right, what's hot in the market? Oh, MCU, like the Avengers. That that's hot. That's like the number one movie of all time in the box office. Yeah. Let's have Scooby Doo meet these like superhero type of uh, characters, and it'll be super fun and exciting. But except, once that storyline came into the movie, all of kind of. I don't know. All the nostalgia was gone for me. Yeah, it was like, all right, we've seen this a hundred times because we're so used to it. We're we're accustomed to these superhero storylines now with all the movies that have come out. Uh, So I I don't know. I think that whole side story was just not the way I was hoping this movie was going to go. I I was kind of hoping that it was going to be much more like the first 20 minutes when they were young. They've had like first met, they were doing their first cases and they were kind of becoming their characters because then you could... You know, then you could do the sequels when they're adults. Like, it'd be more of a reason to, to kind of franchise sure. this movie because I thought the animation was stunning. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, a very well animated movie because you, you haven't seen the characters look like this. They kind of look like little Disney characters. Uh, right. Or like, uh it, I, I wouldn't say it's quite hot, Pixar, more...
0: but it had, it had, right. uh, the animation was a really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I totally agree.
0: I totally agree. It would have been nice to see them as kids just kind of, you know, developing their relationships and um, solving, you know, mysteries as kids. Because they really did set you up for that. And then, boom, they're adults. Um, And just the superhero element, it just didn't fit with the gang, you know? I don't think it was... And the humor
1: wasn't that smart. It went for the very crude, like... I wouldn't say crude but it was
0: like mainstream like netflix like they were making like stupid like pop culture puns and stuff they went for the
1: easy jokes like it could i don't know it just wasn't as clever or smart as scooby-doo can be at times i mean i just remember back in like the older episodes like there was some very clever humor uh that that would be interjected with it but then said we have shaggy doing a cover of uh a star is born shallow (laughs) Yeah, what the hell it's was like, that? That was so really, out of place. It's like, okay, Warner uh, Brothers is Simon get it, Cowell you're was in you on the right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Simon Cowell was a, a character in the movie just because Simon Cowell, I'm sure, was yeah. like, oh, my kids love Scooby Doo. Like, let me have a small cameo and pay me a bunch of money and my kids will be happy. Uh, it yeah. looked like Simon, with, like the Simon animation Mark was Wahlberg. great. Yeah, and same With Mark Wahlberg. Uh, it was the Blue Falcon. While moments, like, okay. I did chuckle a handful of times during this movie. I did think that it was funny oh, at same. times. 100%. Mainly due to the fact that it was Scooby and Shaggy. It's the the man and a dog. I love those storylines because I can relate to it. I have a dog back there that you cannot see because it's a podcast. <laughs> but he is a member of my fucking family. So it's like any – like he and I watched the movie together. So, I mean
0: – You watched yeah, the movie. I,
1: I have attachment to this movie already okay. going in. I literally was like, hey, Winston, you want to watch Scoob? He's already on the couch with the remote in his hand. So I was like, all right, we're we're watching Scoop then. And he fell asleep, but he did watch most of the movie. I was hoping for a little (laughs) bit more from this movie. I wasn't
0: surprised. It was kind of that like mainstream, disappointing animated film that you kind of get every summer so i wouldn't have been surprised if i walked in the theaters and saw this and i was like oh that was underwhelming that's yeah that's not what i wanted from this but it would have been cool if they kind of stuck to scooby doo scooby doo's roots and uh had a a cool mystery as kids and like they totally you're right you said this earlier but they could have set it up for sequels and had them as adults and stuff that would have been a great idea um but they didn't right. do that they they just kind of Took the easy no. way out, threw a bunch of shit at a wall, and hoped it worked. <laughs> <went>
1: the whole, <laughs> Hey, the MCU's hot. DC Comics is hot. Let's superheroes. Let's uh, let's throw Scooby and the <sighs> game at that. I want
0: to punch like, that guy right. in the face, whoever was in that writer's room.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> regardless, there were still some moments that I enjoyed. I didn't hate myself while watching it, but I, I had a little bit more expectations that I was hoping that it would meet. And unfortunately, it didn't. I'm gonna go kind of low with this movie. I'm gonna go two out of five. It's, I just I don't know. I was expecting maybe a three to be honest, mm-hmm. and I know that's maybe not high to some, but a three is like, hey, it's 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 a watchable, it's enjoyable. This one, like, I was honestly like, is this not is this over yet?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, two, two was, out of five
1: for me. It's not my favorite. It had some good elements,
0: but overall, yeah, it's just I wanted. I wanted that nostalgia. They made this for modern day kids who just, I guess are mindless idiots who just sit on iPads all day and don't watch the movie. Um, but they didn't make it for us. That's clear. Um, so I, I can't really say that I enjoyed it that much either. I also gave it a two out of five. It was just, okay. just a very blah film that I was, I was happy it ended.
1: I don't know, man. I I was just hoping for something a little bit stronger, a little bit more of the Scooby-Doo that I remembered. Uh, and while it has its moments, and that's why it's got a two out of five for me. It just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't exceed any of the expectations I had. But yeah, yeah, Scoob. I I don't know if, if if you don't have kids and you don't have any attachment to Scooby Doo, don't even bother with it. That's that's how I'd go.
0: Yeah, but. I wouldn't even show your kids this.
1: Um, yeah. So I would, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would, I would move on with your life. Try to get through code in my teen, and we can all forget about Scoob and leave it in 2020 where it belongs. So yeah. that brings us to a much different film uh led by tom hardy who is not wearing a mask this time around
1: yeah but you still can't understand a word he fucking says (laughs) it's you cannot
0: at all did i have subtitles no that made it really hard (laughs) that made it so difficult but uh yeah so capone is uh it's not your typical capone movie i didn't expect it to be this story But it basically follows Al Capone 10 years after he got out of prison. This time, he's sort of suffering from dementia. He's sort of losing his mind. It's a very...
1: uh, He's rotting from the inside out. Yeah. If
0: you look at the poster, it's a very good uh, representation of kind of what's going on in this guy's head. But yeah, so this is done by Josh Trank, who's well known for uh, Chronicle and better known for the, the movie that the studio ripped apart, Fantastic Four. And this one, he actually edited himself, so I feel like he took full control and was like, "Fuck everyone else, I'm doing this movie, and if you get involved, then screw you," you know.
1: He really did, and and <laughs> to that, I I definitely respect because he needed this movie to distract him from what happened with Fantastic Four. He's been very open and honest about this in many articles, and he's done a lot of interviews just talking about it and reflecting and and just being open and honest about what happened and why he made Capone, and that's, that's one of those reasons is because he just wanted a distraction and he wanted to you know make this movie that he was interested in and back to uh something that wasn't run by a studio something he could really control that's why he wrote it he directed it he edited it and i think i mean he did a lot right with this one but personally for me i just don't know how i fully feel now that the movie's been watched and it's been uh, processed for almost a week now Okay. It's just so fucking weird. It's yeah. so weird. I mean, it's just like the editing is weird, just how it's cut. Because it's like, so? how am I supposed to feel about him? Like, because like it, it was showing him almost in like a like sympathetically, and then all of a sudden, like you're like, oh god, you remember who he is as a person, yeah, Capone. Yeah, yeah. But you see it through Linda Cardellini's eyes, who's his wife, who's I mean to the movie she's seems like a sweet lady but like she's married to al capone i see how you feel man i could see why
0: you because there are there are scenes that are like wow i feel bad for this guy and then the truth definitely comes out at the end where you're like this guy was a fucking psychopath
1: <laughs> oh no yeah complete so, no remorse whatsoever like yeah good on what happened to him but it's just still it's just like it was weird seeing it through linda Cardellini's eyes because like i cared for her i was yeah. like i just felt bad cause she was losing you know a husband and I don't know. For that reason I was like this is a little fucking weird and why they're focusing on this because I kind of wanted to see a biopic of Al Capone in his like in his, in his rise prime. in Chicago. Crime, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tom Hardy who would have been perfect because I mean Tom Hardy is fucking amazing in this movie. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think he almost on overacts
0: movie. at times. Like I don't know if this is he how does how al capone was at the end and i doubt many people actually know because in the movie it just shows how people are basically trying to get him on camera they're trying to see inside the like last few years of his life they're like peering through the woods like um it definitely very, seemed like an impression yeah like there's no way of really knowing unless his family somehow told people um if this is actually how he was but you can understand a goddamn thing he was saying the whole time
1: no if he said it, anything he, at all
0: because a lot of times he didn't say from anything.
1: the first word that he utters in the movie it's like what 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 do you say <laughs> like you turn your volume up on your tv a little bit more and then he has a stroke and he loses his speech and then he has to stick it, uh, carrots in his mouth because he pretends like they're cigars uh and he's drooling he's shitting he's puking he's oh, it's doing so hard all to watch most disgusting things that you wouldn't normally see on a movie Presented in full detail (laughs) in this movie of him rotting away it was just weird on how it was edited and i go back to that only because it went like there was a good 20 minutes where it was almost just a flashback and it was a dream it was like you don't know what was happening yeah that was was weird dude that scene was like out of nowhere and it lasts for a long time so it's like are we getting into his flashback at this point because i i didn't really know much going into the movie other than it was called capone tom hardy josh trank i was like all right this is it's like a dope movie i like the trailer i'm gonna check this one out but it really is it's, it's his last year on life it's him not really able to do much but just kind of have these flashbacks and ptsd of his uh of ghosts of his past which at times is well done and creepy uh but then it's just like i don't know what the focus is of the movie um i think the flashbacks, flashbacks
0: were and i don't know if this was intentional but they were like sort of revealing of how confusing dementia can be because they don't actually really reveal anything at all. It's just like you're inside this guy's head and it makes no fucking sense. Like, oh, I'm a, sure a represent- Yeah, yeah. There's a representation of of past events, but it's also just like it's so confusing to watch because it's like his mind is already just like melting at the seam. Oh, I, I think yeah. it definitely was intentional sure- because yeah. it,
1: was, it was him suffering from dementia and like memory loss, and you know he was yeah. rotting from the inside out. But like the thing with Tom Hardy is he's so committed to this performance. If he did if he hosts SNL and wants to do Al Capone and brings this to SNL, it would be hilarious. Like it would be perfect. What? But yet yeah, this is an, he's in a very serious drama movie right now, but his performance is so comedic at times we just yeah. like how Actually, much he's yeah, really be, going i was
0: there. i laughed several times in this movie i was like the what? moment the
1: moment where like someone comes up to ask him like a business decision and he just stares at him and doesn't move and just shits as his answer i'm dude, like that uh that what? scene with the,
0: F, the, the fbi agent is interrogating him and yeah. he just oh my
1: god dude and then yeah i don't know there was, there was so many times where It'd be like, is he is he dreaming right now? Is he hallucinating? Is this reality? Is the person he's talking to actually there? Like It was so many moments where I just didn't have the clarity that I would normally come to expect from these types of movies. But that's what I do respect about Josh Trank and what he wanted to do with this one was he just went full balls to the wall, made the movie that he wanted to make, which was just a very weird exploration of Al Capone's last year of uh, life so i don't know man this this one was just very weird i i would just have to watch it again to really fully grasp uh how i stand on the movie
0: yeah no i could i could understand that opinion it was uh it's definitely you know you could tell that josh trank just kind of threw his own thing at it he there was no studio interference it was just his representation of whatever the hell al capone was going through at the end of his life but dementia could be confusing. I'm sure it is if you've ever seen somebody go through dementia it's it's confusing just to watch it happen so i I think this was a good representation of that because this is not the way you want to remember somebody like you see somebody in in these moments it's like it's just sad at times, but he's also an insane person, and some of the some scenes definitely show that toward the end of this movie and he's just yeah. spa-
1: the makeup team just made him the most filthiest disgusting human beings ever put to screen like you could honestly smell him through the screen it was just like all of his warts on his face and his pus was like dripping out of his like face and his eyes were all bloodshot red and bleeding and oh god yeah no it was he was was drooling and shitting and puking throughout the entire movie i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he's disgusting like ah but uh i thought that Peter Deming, who is the cinematographer who has done a lot of David Lynch's movies, I thought that he did a great job shooting, uh, shooting it because it looked really good. I thought that they did a good job with the camera work, the framing. I, I personally really enjoyed that element to the movie. It's just a very weird movie to process because I liked a lot of different aspects of the movie, but I'm also very mixed with it as well. I think Tom Hardy gave a very committed performance. But like I said, I think I might, would just, I might just have to watch this one again to fully get uh, how I feel so I'm gonna go two and a half out of five it's it's rotten I guess but it's just it's middle of the road it's like I would say watch it but I, I can't tell you you're gonna watch something that you like yeah I don't think
0: this one's for everybody it's definitely more of an independent view on Capone if you're just expecting your mainstream Capone up in Chicago and speakeasies um, smuggling alcohol into the country that's not what you're getting it's it's a very um atmospheric view on the final year of his life so i still did like it i thought it was a really interesting take on dementia which isn't something you ever see in films it's it's something new so i give it three and a half um i thought it was it was a good movie but it definitely could have been improved upon and tom hardy was great so you can't and linda carlini was great and you don't see her very often either
1: yeah it was a film it was, it was a, a it, it doesn't have the best reviews it's got i think a 39 percent in rotten tomatoes Oof. uh the audience score gives it a uh a 36 so it's even lower it's pretty rough uh, jeez it mm. imdb it's got a 5.1 <laughs> like it's it Yikes. does not have i uh, letterbox is a 2.3 this is low that, on a lot of uh, that gold tommy gun was pretty
0: sick though you can't lie about that That seems no, it was very cool utter insane. i knew
1: I knew what was happening the whole time because it was like, I right, had enough of this. It's they're kind of going to this cliche again, but uh, it was still, yeah. Like it's just, it's a weird fucking movie. <laughs> Maybe it is
0: something you should see again though. Cause I think you, your opinion doesn't seem it like is. it's actually fully fleshed out with this one.
1: It's not because I liked a lot and then I didn't like a lot, but yeah. So those were our thoughts on Capone and Scoob. Those are movies that you can watch uh, on demand right now. If you're interested in checking out some new movies, because I'm just so bored of, going back watching old movies again or I, I enjoy watching the three movies we normally watch but every year i'm all about watching the ones that just come out that year in theaters and this has just been a weird year so I'm and me as into...
0: mainstream boy it's been very difficult especially when i'm used to oh going God. to two th- i have amca list i'm used to going two,
1: sometimes three times a week it's like it's weird I'm not having yeah. yeah it's it sucks so uh you know i woke up in a cold sweat shaking because i'm like i haven't seen scoop yet so
0: yeah no and winston was also freaking out barking uncontrollably and pooping everywhere with squirrels (laughs) but (laughs) you know guys if if you do like these these reviews it's kind of a throwback to what we used to do um i like doing it it's easy to talk about new movies for me that aren't from 1943 and fucking silent films shit
1: that's true but yeah you're still gonna watch those if they come up um and i will yeah just uh a way to talk about some newer movies and continue our discussion of films. Next week, not a whole lot comes out because it's it's we're in weird times. But there's some movies that have come out that we could easily talk about. Uh, the two that I have in mind were going a little horror, so bear with us. This Ooh. one's called Possessor. It's uh, David Cronenberg's son. It's a body horror film. so uh, Let's get
0: you... Nate in on this one if we can. If no, Nate time. is.
1: He said that he is going to watch this one. So, okay. Body uh,
0: horror? Oh, fucking shit, dude.
1: He says body horror. Or <sighs> if you don't want to watch that one and let Nate and I talk about that, you can check out The Wretched. It's a movie about a witch. And it's supposed to be pretty fucking creepy. So, no way
0: I'm going to be a, so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the Wretched or Possessor. If you guys want to rent those movies on demand and, you know tune in to our thoughts on those next weekend I think those would be the new release movies that we'll be talking about uh, we'll put up a post and everything coming up about that so um, yeah yeah. I think uh, this could be a cool, cool. New
0: little segment thanks guys uh, leave your thoughts down below if you did watch Scoob or Capone and uh, yeah, look out for our other posts on Instagram follow us at those movie dudes on Instagram and Twitter
1: copy that excellent and uh, let's just let Stephen close out the show what what <laughs> <laughs> do I need to make him do outros now? <laughs> what are you even talking about? What is a podcast?
0: Doobie doobie doo Where are you? We got some work to do now